Infinite Shield, and you probably at least listened to one of our podcasts, haven't you? Ah, uh, parts and pieces here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your support. <laughs> uh, little liquor I'm gets real honest. <laughs> I might have nodded off in a couple of sections, but... Uh, Oh, yeah? Well, you didn't hear the one that was dedicated to you? I got a special link with that. <laughs> so they finally dropped. <laughs> <laughs> and, and with that, uh, this is Modern Zinc Podcast, and this is number 10. And today on the panel, we've got Tony. Hey. we got Vic. Hello. we got Craig. What's up, guys? And probably nobody's ever heard of yet, because he hasn't been on the show yet. We've got Sheldon. Who? <laughs> <laughs> shell dog for those not in the know we're going to jump into the site real quick here and we're going to talk about we can officially probably talk about this now is the um, NVIDIA slash CPU Magazine Ion modding competition uh, it's something that we've been working on for a little while here we were contacted by NVIDIA so if we wanted to help with them and, and host it out and what the whole story is on this is that there's a couple of parts to it you're going to have people who are able to participate that don't have to mod, and you're having the guys who are going to be doing the mod. The non-modders are the people who are going to be suggesting the ideas for the professional modders to mod. You can submit as many ideas as you'd like, but only one of your ideas will be selected, and we're going to be selecting at least the top 30 that are submitted, and the top 30 will, will be getting a subscription to CPU Magazine. After that, the the top five, which will be selected by Few Magazine, the modders will be able to get to choose which ones they would really like to be able to try and recreate for for the contest. After those five are completed, the winner of that contest will be getting featured in CPU Magazine on the cover, of course the spread, and 1500 bucks. Second, third, fourth, and fifth place get to keep the mods they created. Now the twist of this story is, is that one that gets picked as the best mod, the modder has to give it up. He has to give it to the guy who inspired him and gave him the idea. So everybody wins in this. Uh, even even the, the people in the top five get Zotac Ion motherboard. They get, I think, the Blizzard uh, uh, points, and they also get the Sims 3. So it's, it's a win-win situation for a lot of people, and I think it's really going to be exciting. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of any kind of competition like this before. Mm-mm. No, that it's, sounds it's very cool. Yeah, it does. It's a, it's a very intriguing way to run the competition, so that you know you, you spread the love. Because I mean, and I especially like the way that you got the voting set up. Because you you guys have heard it, and I've heard it from you. You know, when you have one popularity contest, it tends to get skewed, but when you spread the voting out, then you can take and balance out voting irregularities, if you will. Right, right. It has become one lopsided, or favoritism, or anything else. And it'll really encourage people to uh, suggest really cool things. Yeah, it will. They might might be picked, and they might be able to get, you know, whatever they're suggested. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to bring out some really creative, I think it's going to bring out some really creative uh, uh, designs. I'm looking forward to seeing this stuff. It's not a judging on your talents to be an artist or anything else. Submit any ideas. Like, like uh, I think it's even in the rules, you know, I've written down. It's just a hand drawings that you could scan and, and post, or, or you can email them to me, 
and we'll, we'll post them up on the site for you and into the, uh, the forums area. It's, it's not based on what your talents are, but your idea. And then the mm-hmm. modder will take that idea and create it for you if you're one of the, the top five that's picked. I mean, what's, what's wild is that at least 30 people are going to win something. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a one-of-a-kind contest. Yeah, I don't think there's anything been like that. Um, I don't know of anything of, of even of this caliber. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be all over the NVIDIA sites and CPU Magazine. It's going to be all over the Internet. But we're hoping that a lot of people will get into it and really... really Submission need- for the uh, designs, is it U.S. only or is it international everybody? Uh, right now, it is only U.S. and Canada. That it is limited by NVIDIA. Okay. Yeah, that that is Nvidia's choice to do that. Okay, I'd like to see something done with popsicle sticks. Oh yes. Uh, oh no 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 no. no. <laughs> Great Satan has already done that. He did a popsicle oh. stick airplane. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, better luck. Well, maybe you can improve on that a little bit. <laughs> maybe oh. str- maybe straws. Maybe plastic straws or or um, chopsticks. Toothpicks. Yeah. Chopsticks. Yeah. There you go. See. Just, just one up them. Lincoln logs. Lincoln log. <laughs> a Lincoln log mod. There you go. Hey, uh, don't knock it. I've actually I, thought of doing it. <laughs> I think it's been done already. I think so too. I've seen a Lincoln log cabin PC. I can't remember where. When I didn't guess. Even, didn't the, the great Satan also do a, a castle one? It's kind yep. of like a yeah. cabin. Well, when when I when I get through with uh, the Dallas Stars tribute, my son's water cooled case, which I've had all the parts for about a year now but he has decided upon bionicles and this I'm, I'm getting I'm drawing out some ideas in regards to integrating bionicle pieces and bionicle masks and it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting build because I haven't seen a bionicle case I have no. not either I've seen Legos which is pretty close yeah, yeah. it's always easier though, when you've got something to work with or you've got uh, at least an idea to, to base off of yeah, it's it's a lot easier to come up with the mods and stuff like that. Like, um, so like when you guys are doing your mods, do you, do you try and base your mods off of the type of case, or do you buy the case to match the mod? I don't use cases normally, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no, actually, you've done a lot of scratch builds, haven't you? Pretty much all of them. Yeah, I just yeah. think of what I want a theme and then brainstorm on different closures that I would like to build, where it's going to go, and all that stuff. Do you find that easier? I mean, that they just maybe frees up your imagination more. Well, I can put in it what I want. And I don't, when I look at cases, I always find, you know, there's lots of stuff I like, but lots of things I hate. And when I build it, I just can build everything I like, and I don't have to worry about anything else. I still want to see you do pinky. Yeah, that was a little bit over. Uh, that was that was going to be a little bit too big. <laughs> yeah, but that would have been cool though. That was uh, for Doom Three. Yeah. Shit, what was that? Four years ago now? It's right at it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Five years ago. Or more. I still have those legs sitting in my, uh, somewhere in the shop. What was this? I was going to build a pinky, like about three foot tall by four feet wide. Pinky Doom 3 Demon. Oh, see, I'm thinking pinky in the brain, and I'm thinking, you're going to build a white rat? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, pinky in the brain, man. Yeah. Are you okay. thinking what I'm thinking? Yes, but it's your turn to wear the rubber pants. That was a great <laughs> show. I love that show. 
So cases don't inspire mods? Is that what you're saying? Is that what everybody's saying? Or nobody has any no, ideas I, on that? Or? I actually, I get ideas both ways. From the case, and sometimes I pick the case for a mod I've got in my mind. That's how I did Hog Wild. I found a case that kind of done what I wanted. And then ended up changing it anyway. But anyway, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I kind of enjoy the... I enjoy the... Um, the challenge of making an ugly duckling into a swan, if you will. Right. I, I like I like finding a, a case that just looks like ass and finding a way to, to make it look pretty. Now, I mean, with Deuce, you know, I didn't have I didn't have a whole lot of manipulation I had to do because I liked the way the armor was set up. Uh, but there's you know there's been a couple cases like the very first case I did. Uh, my first real mod was uh, Bling Green. And that case was just this piece of crap, you know, $20 case. And I cut and painted and sawed and cussed and bled and I turned into a fun machine. And that was fun. That was that was kind of challenging. And uh, that, that's, that's one of the things that I kind of enjoy is just finding kind of a diamond in the rough, if you will. I've got a bunch of cases that I've picked up, you know, enterprise class cases, uh, just old compact cases, finding bits of uh, either pre-pressed sheet metal with certain designs in them or venting, or maybe even a, a front bezel that's got a, a vent cut a certain way. And I'll pick those things up and, you know, possibly integrate them into a mod later on down the road. But, you know, where Sheldon likes to work with scratch builds, you know, I'm, my preference is starting off with a case and turning it into something else. Kind of like the old Defiant mods. Remember those? Oh, dude, dude! And he started another one, and and I, I, I really wish he would come back and finish that thing up. I, it, 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 it kills me that he just disappeared off the map the way he did. Yeah, I mean, he, he was gone for a while, and he came back, didn't he? And then he's gone again. Yeah, yeah he was. He was wrapped up in WoW. <laughs> he might still be active over on that Australian forum. I'm not I, sure. I, the last time I went looking for him, he wasn't. No, yeah. that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. he come back, for, like Tech said, he come back for a little while, done some work on the one that he started, and then he went MIA again. Yeah. He's the one guy that I was like, wow, that makes me want to mod a case. That's yeah. awesome. I know. Okay, now, since we're on to this point right here, I want you guys to all know this, and hopefully this doesn't cause Sheldon to hang up. One of Sheldon's <laughs> mods was one of my influential oh my god things because back when Maxwell PC was doing, you know, their rig of the month or whatever it was in the back page, uh, Sheldon's martini mod. Oh yeah, yeah, that thing sitting on the wall. I, I remember seeing it, going, "That's a case." Yep, I think I still yeah. have that magazine. I think I still have yeah. that. Yeah, and I, it just blew me away that somebody could make a PC look so freaking beautiful. And then I end up meeting the guy, and I'm just like, oh, my God. He's like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, but uh, it's sitting right here in front of me on the wall, actually. <sighs> yeah, Are you using that? Was... Is that you, you have that still hooked up to your TV? Uh, no, actually, I have it empty, but I just, it just lights up now. And the computer that's that was in it is now in the uh, in the half. 922 that my kid uses to uh, game because it's so outdated. Wow. Plays all the kid games on it. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. Yeah, and then after that one, I remember the the UT mod. Oh man, that was stellar. Yeah, That's still one of my favorites. Yeah. 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 I yeah. still like the uh, the mirrored cube that you did for Sapphire. Yeah, that was a cool one. I want to remake that one for myself well, that because was... <laughs> it was so awesome, and they just destroyed it. And oh. I don't, it's just a shame. That's yeah. what I was going to suggest earlier for you to build me. <laughs> sure. That mirror cube, uh, that uh, security glass is expensive, or security plex. Yeah. It's just $300 for a 4 by 8 sheet. Holy schmoke. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don't make any mistakes on that, huh? Oh. Uh, plan your cuts wisely. <laughs> I still have pieces, you know, sitting in the shop that I just don't want to get rid of because it was so damn expensive. Yeah, you might still find a use for it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, um, 13, though, that's, that's, I think most people have probably seen that one lately. Yeah, thir- 13's beautiful. Yeah. So you got to get back into that, Sheldon. You've been out too long. All I need is money. One of the greats. <laughs> One of the greats. Everybody send a dollar to. <laughs> there you go. Everybody, just a just a dollar donation. That's all it takes. That's all Sheldon, it takes. What's your, pay, what's your PayPal address? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I had a lot more time and a lot more money back then, and. Uh, since then, my kids have gotten older, and they want play games, and they want computers, and they want Wii's, and uh, they want to do stuff. You know, they're not in diapers anymore. They want Weeds. to do stuff. Wii's. Yeah. I thought you said weed. <laughs> they want weed. They're not that old yet. <laughs> no. I'm thinking I want to move down to Sheldon's house. Yeah. Who's daddy? You are. <laughs> The kids like to sit around and smoke weed and drink martinis. There you go. They must be your kids, huh? <laughs> Teaching them to Sheldon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Child Protective Services will be calling you in the morning. <laughs> I've had a dollar for every time I heard that. <laughs> oh, shoot. Just another way of making money for Sheldon. Here we go. Yeah. Oh. But no, uh, I really would like to see you get back in Sheldon. You had definitely some some unique ideas and um, some some awesome mods. I mean, you did quite a few for Sapphire just alone. Yeah. But like you uh, said, they, they just they just don't take care of those things, do they? How many times did you have to fix? Um, oh, the Blizzard one. Was it the Blizzard? The Blizzard 2? Yeah. yeah. The second one I had to fix like three or four times. Wow. Well, the Chromebook doesn't the... travel that well. No, the problem was that they wanted it shipped with the video cards in it. And those were the video cards that had the big, giant water cooler. Oh, my built. God. And so Man. they would just fall out because they're so heavy. Right. And I was like, can't I just take them out and put them in the foam package and you guys can install them on the spot? And they were like, we don't want any of our people to touch the equipment and I was like well they're just going to get banged up in shipping and they were like no they won't I was like yeah they will and every time they'd fall out and then they would just tear up everything inside and so they had to replace all the hardware mm. wow that sucks yeah I'm getting I'm getting closer and closer to funding a mod for sale oh yeah have we already started collection yeah. I, well, I've been thinking about doing one for a while to say, hey, you know, here you go. 
build one up and send it over. Oh, personal mod for you. I just think building a cube for uh, my woman Carolyn. She likes the uh, the cube, the the uh, the original Blizzard cube, mm -hmm. and uh, she likes the blue and silver combo. It was pretty. She doesn't really need a computer. She has a laptop. It would really just be for me anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so more the reason no. to do it. Oh, honey, it's for I'm, you, really. Yeah, no, I'm building this for you. No, really. Yeah, I need yes. to buy this NVIDIA 295. Yes. Yes. You can watch your movies so fast. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't believe how fast Outlook opens or Gmail. <laughs> it's a trickle-down effect. You know, I buy new stuff, and then the kids get new stuff. It oh, yeah. Everyone. Oh, it's mm -hmm. been, it went through my house like that for years. <laughs> this yeah. Christmas. Yeah, that's what happened with this monitor with mine. I got a new monitor, so then my 22 went to my wife. My wife's 19 went to my daughter. Okay. My daughter's 17 went out to the garage, and so I got two 17s out in the garage. See? <laughs> you you won, at the, you won at the beginning, and you won at the end, didn't you? Yeah, there you go. Shut up, Vic. Didn't say it. Didn't say it. <laughs> Just wanted to stop that one before it even happened. Nope. I wasn't even thinking it. All right. <laughs> well, I know Taz has gotten a lot of inspiration off these uh, the, the the chassis they used for the Green Flame. What, what that carbon night chassis? What is it? It's the uh, it's now called the Ultra Exo Gaming chassis. The Ultra Exo, yeah. You did a you did two or two mods off that, right? Yeah, I did Ultra Sweet, which is just the original version, pretty much just a, a stock chassis with plexi sides and all that good stuff and. Some uh, custom lighting in it, and then I turned around, pulled the panels off of it, stripped it down, and did green flame. Which is a beautiful mod, I must say. Oh, oh yeah. Beautiful. We were just talking about how yeah. it needs to be, you know, more odd on the internet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. That thing is just stellar. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if, how many people have actually got to see it in person, like in an Envision stuff, but it's unbelievable. Tony's probably sitting there going, yeah, 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 whatever, but. To what over that was all hand polished, okay? Didn't he didn't yeah. send it out and go and have somebody else do it or, or play well, it or anything? They cut the plate, the, the aluminum by hand, too. Yes, he did it all by hand. What almost That's 200 hours or just polishing, Tony, or what? It been, I think I had a little over 200 in sanding and polishing. Yeah, and it was uh, better than three months worth of uh, 20 hour days, damn near non stop. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and the green and the chrome and the lighting, everything just clicked. Works. I mean, just yes. clicked. And it's, it is definitely a, a mod to see. The great thing about it is that it's not overdone. It's very, yes. it looks great, but it's not, you know, over the top to where it's gaudy. It's just nice. Even the, even the bays, it's just that one little flame there. It looks really great. So, yeah. Very clean. Good thing about it is it's still alive and kicking. There yeah. you go. Which is more as I can say for mine. A lot of mine are dismantled. Well, I used to be that way, too. When I done Green Flame, it was like, I can't tear this one back apart. Once it goes together for the final time, it, the only time it's coming apart is to get cleaned and put back together. Yeah. But I've actually been thinking about pulling it back out, cleaning it up, and doing a little video-style work while I give it so I can get some more crap on the Internet about it. That'd be cool. It'd be very cool. 
And Mary won't let me touch Lupine. It's it's at her desk. I can't touch it. I can't even hardly <laughs> look at it unless I'm trying to make it better for some reason, you know. No, really, I'm just updating Windows. Leave me alone. <laughs> she comes walking and she looks at me, crosses her arms, and I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. And I take my hands off the keyboard and I go over and I get on my machine. <laughs> I built it. But it's not yours. You're right. It's not mine. Sorry, dear. Sounds like she's got you trained to keep your hands off of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I walked into that one. <laughs> And I didn't even have to say anything. Big blinking sign just took no. it straight in the head. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, Vicky channeled that right through me. How did that? It wasn't even me talking. <laughs> Telepath. Telepath. Haven't you seen the X-Men? Don't you know who I am? Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't think the Beast had ESP. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, I'm an X-Man. I'm my own X-Man. Your own X-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't just care. I stopped. I stopped. What was that? But you put it in. So the biggest kick right now, everybody knows, is social media. Now, how do you think that's affecting our hobby? What you're talking about is like Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, LinkedIn, um, YouTube. I mean, all these places where just millions of people just gather. And, and get all this information at once. It's almost hard to keep track of. Yeah. I mean, every, everybody's got to count somewhere for somehow, some way to, to, to link in with everybody else. But is that having an impact um, on, on the modding community or, or just in com- computers? Or is it just uh, another tool for, for advertising? I think the YouTube videos are, are really great because a lot of people are putting tutorials up of, you know, I know Bill at MNPC Tech is... It's putting a lot of stuff up, but you know you could search for anything. Like, how do you do anything? And there's, somebody's got a YouTube video of it up. Yeah, I've learned a ton on airbrushing techniques oh. just by going to YouTube and searching on different airbrushing, and then uh, airbrushtricks.com. Go out there, and they've got all the videos and stuff like that. But I mean, it's you know the YouTube and the fa- I think I look at Facebook. Uh, as kind of the king right now because it's got so many different ties and links in, you know, for mobile updates, for Twitter updates, just for for general information funneling, if you will. And, you know, you get news, people posting up interesting links, you know, AF, I've seen you dropping links up there uh, on Facebook and you, know, on, you see something you like, you click on it, you can go and read it. I mean, it's you're already there amongst your friends, right. and now you're also there amongst other enthusiasts that do the same things you do, and you can you know read what they're finding and and see what they're working on and or what they're selling or you know stuff like that. And uh, I, I think so I it's think like an aggregator of all this information into one spot. Exactly. It's exactly. like a it's like a hub of information. Yeah. There you go. Oh shit! <laughs> As you can tell, Facebook. Tony's not into it. So <laughs> I just loaded my Facebook and seen something. I was like, "Oh man!" I'll send this. Uh, you guys, you get a laugh out. I don't. I don't get Twitter. I don't understand it. I can do the. Uh, I don't mind Facebook because I can get up with people and you know I get news from you and news. I get news and it's all like a one page, and I'll look in the morning and then I'm good. But I don't want to hear that somebody. It's got a. That's a coffee shop, and they've got a bagel. 
You know, I don't really care. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm stuck on the can and I need some toilet paper. Oh, yeah. great. Okay, now that would that would be an emergency. <laughs> I just I heard can... a song on the radio and now I'm so upset or about you know or just stupid stuff. You know. Yeah, but now again, I mean, let, let's just, let's go back. We're not we're not talking about money right now, but uh, what just happened? You know, in Iran. I mean, the only yeah. way they, they were getting information out was, you know, TwitPic and, and people were, were, you know, Twittering and stuff like that because they couldn't block it. So it does have something to do with, uh, you know, at least getting some kind of information out sometime that's useful. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, you don't really you know when everybody's doing something kind of stupid. So, Well, what's cool about Twitter is that you can you can upload it straight to your Facebook. I mean, that's, that's one of the cool things. You yeah. really had to. Although you can just do that through Facebook. I do that with my phone. I mean, I can. I, I get message, instant uh, text when I somebody's on my Facebook, and then you can do it the other way. So if you wanted to actually, hey, there's a cool mod on whatever, if you really wanted to do it that way, you could. Let's go spam show those Facebook. I got unlimited text. All right. It'll make his phone buzz, though. He might have to mute the microphone. We, we don't want to know where he's putting the phone about modding in Facebook is that I don't really have a lot of people, but it could be the times, you know, if the times are tough and no one's got any money. Besides Bill, I, a lot of people aren't posting up, you know, what they're doing, and maybe I just don't have enough modding friends that are, you know, working. But You know, here's you you just brought up a neat point that just, uh, just reminded me of something. You guys remember uh, during the last, um, the last podcast recording, when I was talking about, you know, I took that little piece of blue acrylic and I and I did some abrasion blasting on it just to see how it would take it. Yeah. And then I took a picture and I put that up on Facebook, just to, you know, just, just to show everybody this is kind of what I'm working on right now. Just you know, just a not not even really a status update. Just to, you know, hey, if you're interested, this is what I'm doing. And I had 15 or 20 of my non-modding friends talk about how cool that looked, and they want to know how I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, this is these were non-technical people for the most part that were responding back, saying, you know, keep me in the loop on this. This is cool. And I'm like, so I'm so not only I'm I'm thinking right now, not only am I going to have a build log, you know, at Modders Inc., but I'm also going to have to have you know status update page on Facebook. That's kind of cool. You get you might get other people into it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's almost at the point where what we have to do is we've got to uh, create uh, the buzz again about it. Yeah, well, if you think about it, I mean, all the modding sites are going to cater to just that, people that are technical and that are looking for this specialized information. For the people that don't know about modding, how do you get your name in front of them? Facebook is a perfect example of that because you have lots of people that you know that you're talking with and you're sending information out about and you can generate information and interest that's going to land in front of people that wouldn't normally go looking for modders inc or BitTech or you know any of the other enthusiast sites well i don't know man me, me and Dwayne's going to have to step up step up in the game then because we don't have how you can add our number of friends together we don't have enough to match you and show Shit, Tech Daddy, you got two hundred and seventy-seven. Shell Dogs got one hundred and eighty-four. I think it was. Holy cow! 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm introvert, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I posted up when I opened my page, I put up my mods on there, just like one of each, and I got a lot of responses from people, my family and friends, that were like, "What? It, what is this? Are these computers? You know, so it definitely exposes people that have never seen anything like that to to the the modding scene you know it's just right. like when uh you know crazy car stuff started coming out back in the 80s you didn't really see it till it was in a movie or it started hitting commercials and people were like whoa what is this ground effect stuff that's pretty cool mm-hmm. you know and people start fixing up their cars and you know it's kind of like this is like the beginning people are like this isn't just a computer but i'm afraid that technology is going to advance so much that the modding is going to evolve slower than the, the, the technology. I, I don't know. It's it's going to be a crazy ride here for a little while because everything's getting smaller. You know, you're going to start having a computer is powerful enough to put in your back pocket. You know, how are you going to mod that? <laughs> <laughs> there was a, it'll, it'll, it'll mod your wallet is what it'll do. It'll mod your wallet. Yeah. Get all that money out of there real quick. <laughs> There was a guy I saw that uh, he did a, uh, a zombie mod on himself. He put a, a he, he put a forward-facing five-inch LCD uh, in the center of his abdomen, and then oh, yeah, on, yeah. on his back he put a backward-facing camera, and so the camera was projecting what was behind him on the LCD, and the LCD was was mounted below a, a hole torn in his shirt with some blood on it. And it looked like somebody had blown a hole clean through the guy. You know, he would turn, and, you know, what was behind him was what was displayed on the LCD. It was really cool. Yeah, I saw that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, it was just slightly discolored. It's only the only giveaway, but uh-huh. it looked it still looked pretty cool. Yeah, it was a good effect. It'd be great for Halloween, except with light up. No kidding, yeah. Yeah, but it, it, we almost like we got to restart or rejuvenate this this whole modding scene, I think. You know, we got to be the grassroots uh get people going again about it. Uh, I don't know if really probably maybe a handful or a little more of, of actual modding sites that are left that are somewhat active. Yeah. Well, I think there's too many modding sites right now is a lot of the problem. It's just fractured really, really? bad. And, I mean, yeah. There's just every, there's like, I mean, there's there's several really big ones, but there's so many little ones everywhere if you just really look around, especially like European sites, there's like sites with like 50 people in them, and uh, yeah, they're like little closed-off communities, and they really need to conglomerate and uh, get yeah. together, build it up. Yeah, I mean, it seems like like overseas that it's really gotten quite huge, like it used to be over here. Well, I think it's been big over there for long. I think it was big, been big over there, and then it came over here for a while, and then kind of died down. But it's it's just constant over there. I don't I don't know what it is about Europe, but those guys, they just have it a different. You know, it's in their blood to just build great stuff. That and I mean, and and they have. It's almost like not only is the is is the modding more uh, accepted over there. But they actually have tournaments and leagues, yeah, for modding competitions over there. I mean, we don't have that over here in the states, and I don't. I mean, it's difficult to understand why. What's weird is that there'll be some little country that they can't even get the hardware for, 
You know, they they've got old stuff, but yet they'll have some really great mod yeah. that they've just made with parts that are laying around. You know, it's just really raw and and it's great. And I don't I don't understand why you know. And then the stuff in England, which has got the new stuff and new hardware, and then the, the great mod at the same time, it's just. I don't know. Maybe Americans are just lazy. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I kind of agree. It just seems, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, you would think that it would be such a big thing over here, but maybe because we are too fractured I don't, or people just don't want to travel. I mean, if we if they did something like that, for instance, you know, not everybody's going to travel thousands and thousands of miles, but maybe if you're over in England and it's only so big and you've got to just travel a few hundred miles. There you go. There you go. Everybody's on top of everybody over in Europe. That's one of the things that uh, my travels over there have brought home to me. I mean, if I want, you know, France is an hour train ride away. Yeah. You know, and, and then from France, you've got Spain and you're bumping elbows with the Baltics and, you know, you know, it's everybody has to know everybody there but i mean the distance between countries countries com- you know completely different language sets is you know a state or two here in the united states people don't people over there were always you know they were they would talk to me and they would talk about you know uh what they considered apathetic americans were towards the rest of the world and i would look at them and i'd say we, we don't have any neighbors? I said we got Mexico to the south of us. We've got Canada to the north of us. I said Canada speaks our language except for Quebec. They speak French, right. and then Mexico. You know, we've picked up Mexico. You know, Mexican Spanish pretty much, and we we can we can work with that as well. I said we have two foreign countries, and then we've got forty eight contiguous states that span from coast to coast that are bigger. Then, if you were to take all of Europe, or you know, or you know, most of Europe, you could probably fit it inside our one country. Right. Said, we don't need, we don't feel the need to know what's going on with our neighbor in Canada because we've only have one neighbor: Canada to the north or Mexico to the south. We don't need to know what's going on in France. You know, whether or not there's an ethnic uprising that may end up spilling over the country border into England because right. it doesn't happen here. We only have two places so i mean it's we, we're kind of sheltered in the fact that we're not we're, we don't we don't look at the world in a more international scope just because of the fact that we have so much space here that we don't feel the need to it's not that we're apathetic it's just that americans don't feel the need as much as people in europe need to know what's going on in their neighboring countries in order to stay abreast of what's going on but don't you think it probably creates like fertility mining competitions, more of that kind of competition? It's like, you know, you know, France against England, that kind of thing, kind of more of country yeah. versus country instead of like totally. me instead of me versus you. I mean, you know, like yeah. me, me going to QuakeCon, it's a two day trip for me. But if yeah. I want like you were just saying, oh I jump on the on the on the train and I'm there in an hour and a half. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean it's and, and then and then they have these, you know, they have these massive land events. You know, I've seen. There's this one that happens. I want to say it's in the Netherlands. It might be in Germany. I'm not sure, but it's it is absolutely it is huge. I've dreamed of going to this thing. It's you know several thousand people, and they actually go in a couple days. Some of them go. I've seen where some people have gone in a couple days ahead and like built bunk beds above where their computers are. 
I mean, they actually go and they sleep in the same place, like this old aircraft hangar or something like that. It's, it's amazing. Crazy. It is amazing. But and and it's one of the biggest computer LAN events over in Europe, and they have you know a massive you know amount of sponsorship that goes into it, as well as a massive modding contest that goes on at this place. So I mean, it's it's it, 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 it's it's difficult to for me to grasp why it is that corporate sponsorship over in Europe when a lot of the companies that are sponsoring the corporate sponsors in Europe are based here in the States and they don't do the same thing here. It bothers me and, and, and I don't understand why because I think if if more people saw what we did you know, at these LAN events then it might generate more traffic and more enthusiasm and more participants. But they don't want to do it because they're afraid they're not going to have that, ma- that much participation or that much exposure because over here in the States, it's just not as big. So it's like, you know, chicken or the egg. How do we get this to work? Yeah, no, you've got, you've got the great point. You're right. <laughs> what, what else do you say uh, about that? I mean, I don't well, know. It's a lot of distance, uh, you know, from L.A. to New York. It's yeah. a lot of space. And, you know, Americans have other things to spend their money on, too. I mean, we've got another thing we got that they don't have over there is we've have classic American cars, and that's a big, you know, hole for people. A lot of people throw money into. You know, my neighbor's always out there working on his Mustang, and you know, a lot of people are blowing money on their cars, and they, they you know, they got. I'm not saying they don't have cars over there, but they got public transit and little bitty, you know, fuel efficient cars, and we've got big honking. Things that we personalize. <laughs> well, they got some cars too. I mean, and I'm not just talking about for transit. Um, go over and look at the um, Lightning Roundup, and that's where they've imported all these Ford Lightnings. Yeah, <laughs> I have some Wingdings over there, and you talk about some crazy boys. They do some. I don't know where they get their money. Lord, they got the money. Well, we do got some great cars over there. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying that you know. Uh, I'm not saying that every guy on the, in, in my block is working on it. I'm just saying that uh, a lot of people in general, that's where they spend a lot of their money, you know, just personalizing their car. Yeah, they spend a lot of time on it, in it, going back and forth to work every day. Yeah. yeah I, I do, too. I don't know what you're saying. I do the same thing, but um, my computer's become my new hot rod. Yeah. 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 It's just cheaper. Yeah, this is the new this is the new grease monkey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still kind of specialized. I mean, um, everybody can play a video game, and some people are really good at others. I mean, you know, when you got that WCG, I mean, that's that's huge. And then, I mean, we we all saw like the, what the last uh, QuakeCon and stuff where they've got uh, the Guitar Hero. You know, the winner of that gets $10,000 if you can play the best or whatever. It's something everybody can do. And it's just it's just crazy that people are willing to com- compete in that. But something that takes some, some type of a skill and it takes money to do, they just don't want to maybe put the time into it, I guess. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's just because of our hobby. It's 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 a it's a rough point to try and uh, to try and figure out. 
you know, why it is that the American modding scene hasn't taken off. I mean, uh, Sheldon brings up good points. You know, we have more disposable income and more options in which to dispose it. I mean, over there, if you think about the way that they, the way that their gas situation is, I mean, the prices of gas are astronomical. Their taxing is astronomical. They have taxes on cars that are above a certain horsepower. So, I mean, it's, you know, to, uh, for them, you know, public transportation is forced upon them. You know, they have a car. They don't want to drive it that much because it's too expensive to drive the car. You know, so where else are you going to spend your money that you may tend to, you know, want to spend on it? You know, are you going to spend it on your car that you're not going to drive, or are you going to throw it at, you know, throw possibly throw it at your computer? And, you know, that's that that might be what's going on over there. Yeah, I'd love to hear. Uh yeah, I'd love to hear somebody from BitTech or somebody from Europe tell us what why they think that we're not as good as they are, or even if we are, maybe we are. You know what their opinions are if the difference between modding over there and modding over here is. That's a I'm really sure they, good idea. I bet they'd have a completely different point of view on the whole thing. Yeah, you got the one that would on all those um, vistas. <laughs> sure, he'd tell you. The, the oh yeah. Green. Wolverine. Yeah. Where's he from? Uh, Sweden. Up. Yeah. Sweden. I used to know Will Smith over at Bill Tech, over at BitTech, and uh, I know that he left. Um, I'll see if I can find him. Uh, Will, if you're listening, I'm going to be looking for you. Okay. <laughs> I hope it's good, right? <laughs> Otherwise, I'll hide. <laughs> All right. So let's see. We'll jump into something else here. Um, let's get into like some operating systems. What do you guys think of? Just we'll hit on it real quick is of the Google Chrome, uh, the OS system. Do you think that um, anybody's really worried about that? That it's going to take over, like Microsoft or even Mac or anybody's even even worried about this little system? I don't think so yet. I'm worried about the Hannah Montana Linux that I saw the other day. <laughs> that would definitely yeah, take I over. They, I bet they are worried because just because of the fact that it's Google. And that it's open source, it's free. Yeah. I mean you know, even if they take five percent of their user base, that's still five percent. Well I don't think they think they're gonna take over those what I'm saying. Oh they I don't, don't but yeah. It's still money out of their pockets. They're probably oh, yeah. probably not, you know, thinking they're going to get taken over, but they probably still like those bastards taking our. What are they, who do they think they are? Google coming in on our we're territory. Have to lower our price. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have to be more competitive. Jeez, gosh, we want, want that to happen. Yeah. Well, Apple's never going to do that, but Microsoft might. Yeah, but Apple, you pay for coolness. Yeah, it's just, if it's a status symbol. Yeah. Yes. I eat apples. <laughs> <laughs> Apples are tasty. I like them. Baked apples, boiled apples, shredded apples, apple pie, apple cake, <laughs> apple. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's still going to be based off of off of Linux, I guess, the Linux kernel. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I wonder if it's going to be more of a better user interface. So, or from what just a little bit I've read, though, I, I think again, it's all in Google's master plan to control the universe. That they're going to be using that as just. Um, I want to say like what they call an what is that, the express top, where it boots up like in 10 seconds, and then you can get mm-hmm. into like Pigeon real quick, and you can get into your email, and you can surf a little bit, and then you can turn the computer right off. 
and I think Google's master plan is that you'll be able to do that, but in order to access all this stuff, you're going to be you have to go through Gmail, Google Docs, Google Apps, and all of their other Google applications that they have, and everything's going to be in the cloud. Hmm. That's well, it's all speculation until we try it. Basically, oh. it's a conspiracy theory. I don't think it's. I think it's going to happen. Absolutely, I think I, it's going I, to happen. I can see that because Google's got Google's got the resources out there already on the internet in order to house yeah. like that cloud computing as well within its scope. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, and they already say that uh, the Chrome, the OS, uh, is already based for netbooks, and netbooks is is. That would be perfect. You don't have to have a, a very big hard drive. It doesn't have to be powerful. And everything you have is, is somewhere. And you can get that information from anywhere you want. And there'll be a little clause at the bottom that says anything that you have belongs to Google. And yes. you have the <laughs> property of Google. And we can make money on it if we feel like it. Somebody scan that file system. Look for the asterisk. It's there somewhere. I'm looking now. <laughs> <laughs> But that's just what I think is going to happen with uh, with that. I think it's just get on and off real quick. That's exactly what they want. I mean, you're going to use Google to search with and all their applications and all their the stuff that they give you. And why would you need to go anywhere else? Most people do that now, probably. How secure is that cloud computing? I mean, if it's all out there, isn't it? Wouldn't it be relatively simple to just for someone to access and you know, go through it and find the information they need to steal your identity or grab your credit cards or see what you're messing with? I'm assuming there would be some sort of a hash uh, with HTTPS for, you know, secure file. You know, if you're going to be storing something online, there's got to be some sort of user pass. And, uh, you know, I, I haven't used the service, so I don't know. But the, I, I would hate to think that Google just, Blindly said, "Okay, look, here's some disk space. Let's just dump files to it, and you know, let them go at it." You know, I bet you there's some hackers chomping at the bit. I wait for that to come out. Ooh, like you know it. Oh, I just yeah. can't wait to crack that baby. Well, look at it now. How many people use Gmail? Raise his hand. Yeah, I use it. I use I use it at Almost work. Every, yeah. I use it not nothing like I do my normal mail, but I do use it. Yeah, I I, I use it at work all the time because that's the way I can get to all my. Uh, all my accounts at one spot. I have it set up that everything's aggregated into one spot. I got five accounts going into there, and I can and I can see it all, and it's always there. And I keep adding more and more space, and you never have to delete anything. It's always there until you go to find it, and you can't find it. <laughs> I, use, I use Google to keep out of trouble. <laughs> what? Are you hiding it? Just hiding stuff? That's what you're doing? Not the Google, but the Gmail part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh. Hey, who is that masked stranger? I got a quick suggestion. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Fire FTP. Oh, that's right. Firefox. Pretty neat little setup. What is this? Uh, is this a plugin for Firefox? Yep. Is that for the uh, FTP yeah. uploads and stuff? Mm hmm. Yeah, I, use, I tried to use that for a while. It was pretty good. It works great, and as for a free alternative to some of these higher price, just straight file uploads, man, you can't beat it. Man, I, I'm checking this thing out right now. Thank you very much. Well, I think we've pretty much come to the end of this, guys. I think we've talked about everything that we've had on the list. Um, I'd like to make sure that everybody comes over and checks out Modders, Inc. We've got uh, product reviews that we do constantly. 
real product reviews. The guys actually use the products. That we just don't look at them and, and write them within a day or two. They're, they're used for long terms, and we give what our, our true opinions are about these things. In YouTube, we're going to be starting on a, we're going to be starting trying to get a YouTube channel going up, and we're going to be trying to put videos on the on the site. Uh, we're, we're trying everything we can to give you guys all the information that uh, that we can, and to help keep you informed. And if you got any suggestions, uh, please e- email one of us uh, with anything, and we will spread the information around. Get any suggestions or talks about the the podcast, send an email to podcast at modders inc dot com. And would we love to talk about it? Vic, you know what to do. Modding, ain't it cool? <laughs>